Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, two man car. My wife will be here any second now. My name is Jesse Romero, my wife, Anita Romero. Oh, by the way, last night we were at an incredible event. There was an event last night here in Phoenix, Arizona. It was called Catholics for Catholic, Catholics for Catholics. And it was basically uh, trying to rally Catholics to get out and vote pro-life, vote for the conservative candidates, the Patriots. Father James Altman was there. He was one of the speakers. Mark Fincham, General Mike Flynn, Steve Bannon. Can you believe that? Uh, Blake Masters, you had a, you had some uh, powerful, well-known Catholic militant speakers last night, and it was an incredible event. Hey, by the way, family, October is the month which the Catholic Church dedicates to the Holy Rosary. This is a devotion which Our Lady loves most, and she's asked us to pray this daily. Many apparitions to St. Dominic de Guzman. Blessed Alan de la Roche, St. Bernard of Subaru, blessed uh, the, the three children at Fatima, St. Louis of Montfort. Uh, the Marian devotion, which several popes throughout these centuries have endorsed and encouraged the Catholic faithful to pray as a manifestation of our filial trust, as the mother of God, we know that she has very special power in front of the Blessed Trinity. And now my wife is here. Good morning, family. Sorry I had a late start this morning, a lot of rushing, but I'm here. And we got some exciting uh, articles that we're going to oh, start yeah. out with, right? Straight spiritual warfare. I just, yes. I just got one uh, announcement before we uh, can. Yeah, tomorrow. Before we d- take a deep dive. Yeah. Tomorrow, uh, Jim Havens and uh, Father Imbarato, two just pro life leaders in the country. There's going to be a national men's march to abolish abortion and the rally for personhood. It's going to be held tomorrow in Boston, October 15th. Uh, Men, women, and children will gather for this pro-life demonstration regardless of the lack of support from the Archdiocese of Boston. And during the planning phase, supporters of the march reached out to the country's oldest Catholic newspaper to help get the word out. Mm. But the Boston pilot made a decision not to accept a full-page advertisement. That does not surprise me. No, it doesn't surprise. It's a cancel. We're getting the cancel canceled. Culture. Yeah, yeah, cancel culture, and and uh, we yeah. need to you know just continue continue fighting back. That's yep. all we and, have to and, do. And using those platforms yep. that won't yep. cancel us. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, yeah. So the National Men's March has been held uh, in other states, including the the first Men's March in Washington D.C., uh, the next one in Baltimore, Maryland, and Tallahassee, Florida. And it's this is uh, being this was founded by Catholic radio host Jim Havens, a friend of the show, and prominent pro-life priest Father Stephen Imbarato. And the sole purpose of the march is to bring about a total end of legal abortion in the United States. So anybody, uh, if you want to contact Jim Havens, his number is five eight five six nine zero nine 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 eight. His number is five eight five six nine zero nine 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 eight. His uh, number is five. Eight five six nine zero nine 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 eight, or you can get uh, contact him at jimhavens at gmail dot com. 
jimhavens at gmail.com, jimhavens at gmail.com. Yeah, hey, and if you men are not doing anything, go out there. Yes. It's, there's power in numbers, power in numbers, especially men. You know, last night we were, that was one of the uh, topics on men, on how powerful men can can influence um, culture. Culture. Uh, you know, I don't want I have to give the, the Muslims, Muslims the credit. They were in Dearborn, Michigan. They went to the board, a super uh, school board, because they didn't want them indoctrinating their kids. And 500 men were there. 500 Muslims. Muslim men. No females. So we need and Catholic the, uh, men to stand up and, and wake up. And the school board, st- as they say, they stood down. The, yep. They got intimidated. Mm-hmm. They stood down. Yep. Yep. The Muslim men says, now you're not going to teach this garbage to our children. Mm-hmm. So... All right, well, let's talk about yoga, uh, uh, which leads to idolatry and possession. Mm-hmm. Father James Manjackal wrote this article, and he says... He says, this is a testimony of a young Argentine woman who was trapped for 10 years in a personal hell. I can quickly tell you the road I walked downhill away from God. That's her saying. As a non-practicing Catholic... I started to look for the way on the wrong path, always with the appearance of good. On the advice of my friends, I went to a woman who read tarot cards just out of curiosity. Where does that curiosity come from? It started from Eve. Eve. Then I started reading self-help books, metaphysical type of readings, New Age booklets, etc. Yes. And there's a picture there where it shows uh, yoga in Argentina uh, mm-hmm. It's presented as exercises for relaxation. It, you, mm-hmm. it looks like a religious, demonic mm-hmm. service when you look at the picture. It's dark. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the article continues. How many times did they raise their arms up for God? Ah, <laughs> for Christ. Never. For the true church when never. they were in the true church. Never. Yeah. So it's right. You start oh, so, right here. Yeah. So as... Um, So as a sports lover, she says, this is the the young woman, I became tired of a regular exercise routine, and again, on the advice of a friend, I started to do yoga in a familiar community setting. After a few months, I left because they were manipulating the will of women. So I went to another more serious yoga group that had Italian rishis, seers, that they're called uh, seers, masters, asanas, those are poses. The whole works, everything. There I learned about the austere life lifestyle that goes along with it. I read a lot about Buddhism, Taoism, other masters, yoga techniques, and the new age in general. Everything seemed very stimulating and new. She said, I met different people, and they all seemed nice, very nice. For over five years, I studied and did various types of meditations and exercises Became vegetarian, went to seminars conducted by masters, fast, tai chi, everything I could find. It is all very interesting for for one who is searching and does not know Christ. Mm. I drifted away from my family and the world. She said it all. Yeah, that's what happened. If you're not looking for Jesus, the Mm. devil will pull you into all these other rabbit holes. Mm -hmm. She writes here. I ended by levitating. Ooh. By the way, that's that's a classic sign, mm-hmm. probably the most acute sign of possession. possession. Mm-hmm. Levitation. It's very rare. When you levitate, 100% the person is possessed. She yeah. writes, I ended by levitating. Here is the result. One day I woke up levitating over my bed hmm. with a spiritual creature, yeah. like an octopus, clutching my head. That was mm-hmm. a demon. 
demons. Mm-hmm. She says, through a certain play of words, I had delivered over my soul to that creature, and now I could not escape from it. To try to get away from this thing that was consuming all my energy, I did what I had to do. I looked for women who cured or freed you from evil spirits. All these persons had statues of the Virgin in their places or were people who go to church. So it was difficult to realize that they were wrong and should not be trusted. I also got into Reiki, bioenergetics, universal energy, and everything offered on the spiritual market as an alternative. If there was any improvement, it was only momentary. Just more spiritual solution, something I did. Pollution. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) just more spiritual pollution, something I did not see then. Yeah, that is pollution, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So she continues, the grace of God rescued me. At last, by the grace of God, I returned to the Catholic Church. I finally reached salvation, first in the Legion of Mary, and then in the in the prayer group I joined. I survived the first year thanks to various retreats by Brother Hurtado. He's from Chile. My life has been very difficult since then, but I am always accompanied and comforted by Jesus and Mary. She continues, I want to share what I saw behind the yoga and the evil powers who use it. It causes great confusion regarding values. It stills one's energy and ends in total loss of freedom. Mm. Christian yoga is a contradiction. Parishes should not promote a practice that uses new age exercises, spiritualities that lead to pride and especially spiritual pride. Here's what happens in yoga. You invoke other gods. Mm -hmm. The asanas I practice, those are the, the stretches and the exercises, I, are spiritual exercises with invocations to other gods. Uh, remember, yoga comes from Hinduism, mm-hmm. and Hinduism has about 3,000 gods. It is idolatry, mm-hmm. she writes. You cannot empty your mind during meditations and relaxation, leaving it open to everything, because this is very dangerous. Yeah, This is not Catholic. Mm-mm. And Catholics, we open our mind to surrender it to Christ yes. uh, and his Holy Spirit. We don't surrender our minds. We don't open up our minds and just leave them blank and empty. Mm-hmm. There's a picture here of the very famous uh, satanic, uh, the very famous Satanist in Europe, Aleister Crowley, and uh, the picture says he was one of the first promoters of yoga in the West. It doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. He's the one that mentored uh, Anton LaVey, and Anton LaVey continued Satanism here in the U.S. St. Paul reminds us, remember, there's a spiritual war that we see in the scriptures that the scripture speaks of, Ephesians 6. Uh, 12, it says, mm-hmm. for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. That's a type of demon. Against powers, a type of demon. Against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Those are demons. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Those are reference to demons. Mm-hmm. Four references to demons in verse 12 of Ephesians chapter 6. Principalities, powers, rulers, and uh, spiritual mm-hmm. wickedness in high places. That's exactly mm-hmm. where demons dwell in the cosmos. Yep. Freed from evil spirits. She says, uh, anyway, for more than five years, I have been trying to be healed amid persecutions and mental and spiritual attacks by the evil spirits. Oh, I hear the mother of our Savior. Yes, the crusher of Satan. Yes, immaculate heart of Mary. Pray for for us. And Mary, help of Christians. Pray for us. Crush these infernal spirits that that roam about the world. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about, continue to talk about this topic and also the New Age movement.
TGIF, thank God I'm forgiven. We are back. Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita. Feast day of St. Callistus. Pray for us. He was a martyr. Martyr of the church. Pray for us. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the dangers of yoga. This article was written by a Catholic priest, Father James. Mm -hmm. uh, Father James. James um, Father James Manjackal. Father James (laughs) Manjackal. This is probably a case of his. So he's talking about a woman who was possessed through yoga. And he's sharing her story, uh, and she readily admits, she readily admits that she was fully possessed through yoga. In fact, she talks about it in this one section where she started levitating. Mm-hmm. And here's the way uh, she ends up the article. Here's, or here's what Father says. Yeah, she, he says that, um, she says, anyway, for more than five years, I've been trying to be healed amid persecutions and mental and spiritual attacks by the evil spirits. I received help from many priests and a Catholic psychiatrist. Lots of private and shared prayer, confessions, prayers of renunciation and of my past, confessions of renouncing the devil and all the previous practices, prayers of forgiveness of myself and the persons who harmed me for so long. She said, hours before the Blessed Sacrament, Holy Mass and daily communion, prayer groups, several daily rosaries. This is how she was getting healed. She self-delivered. Yep. She this did. article shows mm-hmm. she's, she didn't she didn't go through an extra. She was fully possessed. She levitated over her bed, mm-hmm. full possession. She uh, she self-liberated. Yep. Basically, she did what Father Ripper says. Yep. She went into a deep monastic prayer life and yep. radically lived in a state of grace. Yeah, and I and I think it's and it's the act of the will. Uh, okay, entirely, hundred percent. I mean, she really fought it because many times at this point, when you're possessed, right, their will is very weak. Yeah, and, and, and they just throw on the towel. Lo- yeah, they do. Just like, they forget, say, I don't want to fight this hard. anymore. Too hard. Yes. I can't pray. <laughs> it hurts. I can't go to mass. Yep. It hurts. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happens with people that are possessed. Yep. They have no fight in no them. Fight. But she did. Mm-hmm. She did. She did. Obviously, she did. Yeah. So she continues. Um, I want you to know that the devil exists, that there are evil spirits and people working for him. Not everything that glitters is gold. Hmm. Christ and his blessed mother are the ones who heal, save and liberate. Christ makes everything new. I attest to this. Jesus, who is God, came and gave his life for us. Another story of victory, of liberation through Christ and through Our Lady. That is beautiful. Let me just, I'm going to make just some summary remarks about yoga, then we'll mm -hmm. move into another topic. So can a Catholic practice yoga? The word yoga, it means, it's, 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 uh, the language is Sanskrit. It means yoke or union. And it's a Hindu term. So in Hinduism, it's the general category of various kinds of disciplines meant to unite a person mm-hmm. with the divine. But remember, mm-hmm. Hindus have 3,000 gods. <laughs> well, there are 3,000 demons. Mm-hmm. So yoga can refer to physical, mental, sexual, or other disciplines to achieve enlightenment, says Father Mitch Pakwa. And Hindus did not devise these exercises for athletic limbering or muscle building. All of these exercises were meant to lead the practitioner to enlightenment and the awareness of his inner divinity. Mm. But Hindu masters called yogis or gurus uh, have this special knowledge and can teach it to us. 
And learning this way of enlightenment involves Eastern meditation and special postures called yoga. Again, yoga is a new age term or a buzz term. And people can become possessed through Mm -hmm. yoga. This is common. It's an open door to demons. The experts on yoga admit that the exercises and stretches are representations of Eastern deities, which Psalm 95 calls them demons. And uh, Father Chad Ripperger says that yoga, in one of his videos, he says that yoga opens the door to demons. Mm. Uh, Several exorcists have told me and Anita that the body postures in yoga, they mimic the postures of a person who's diabolically manifesting during an actual exorcism. Yeah. There's a good book written by a friend, Jeanette Bonkovic, on yoga. Uh, it's, it's on the New Age movement, but she got the section on yoga there as well. Yeah. So uh, let's move on to another Her topic. Name's, last name is Williams now. Oh, Williams now. <laughs> Jeanette what... Williams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I forgot. So let's talk about uh, the New Age movement. There's an article called Contacting Devils in the New Age Movement. All these, all these false spiritualities are going to open the door to demons. And so now we're going to talk about the New Age movement. Yeah, let's talk about that. So um, he says, the experience I will share with you may help to bring, quote unquote, channeling into focus and reveal its demonic nature. What's channeling? Channeling occurs when someone permits a spirit entity to possess him or her, usually in order to receive some type of psychic knowledge or Mm. power such as healing or an entity uses the person's voice to give spiritual teachings or practical advice. Ooh, there are also other forms of spirit communication by channeling. For example, automatic writing and inner voice dictation. Oh, I remember we met somebody that they said that their their sister was just writing, writing, and uh, so that was that. Uh, yeah, that automatic was, writing. The automatic was, writing, mm-hmm. right? And that comes from that comes from uh, demons that are, yep. cause that. They're the ones that are causing the person to... Right. He, he continues, Trudy Lawrence. He says, many people say that they channel entities who claim to be angels. Hmm. And this is how some Catholics are drawn into the occult practice. Let, let me say from the onset that indeed these entities are angels, but they are fallen angels. Mm-hmm. It is devils who call themselves, quote, spirit guides, end quote, or ascended masters, yep. end quote. A very close relative, we'll call her GL, became adept at the New Age movement by reading the books of Alice Bailey. Mm-hmm. Uh, the author writes, I was weary of the New Age in her works, but I did not understand how dangerous she was until I heard a cassette warning about the danger of the New Age movement in general and of Alice Bailey in particular. Alice Bailey founded the Lucifer Publishing Company in New York City in 1922. I guess that's kind of a hint about uh, mm-hmm. whose team she's on. Yep. And she renamed it the Lucis Publishing Company mm. in 1923. Between 1922 and 49, Alice Bailey published 24 books of revelations or, or, or apparitions to her that she claimed to have channeled from the Tibetan ascended spiritual master by the name of Dwal Kul. She writes, At my next visit to my relative, I learned that she had all the books of Alice Bailey and believed every single word she ever wrote. GL, her cousin, gave me some of Bailey's books and I stayed up all night reading them. Mm. It became clear 
what was planned for us Catholics if we stayed true to our faith and refused to join the New Agers. In other words, her cousin was grooming her into the New Age movement. Yep. So according to Alice Bailey, this is what will happen. At a certain moment, guided by these ascended masters, there will be imminent apocalyptic transformation that will lead humanity into the New Age. By acts of men or by an act of spirits, the earth will be cleansed of those who refuse to evolve. There will be a one-world government. Hmm, we've been hearing that world term quite a bit. The economy will be remade to promote sharing and traditional morality and families will disappear. Great reset. Wow. Uh, Klaus Schwab. Yep, that's what um, we're facing we, right now. You will have known nothing by 2030 and you will be happy. Oh, and uh, again, there's... So the New Age movement, uh, Freemasonry... Uh, the Antichrist, this is all interconnected. All of them Mm -hmm. want a one-world government. They all want to get rid of the traditional family. They want to get rid of Christianity. Christianity is a big enemy. Uh, And again, they want to promote this this, uh, egalitarian economy where everybody shares and nobody nobody owns anything, essentially. Except for those on top. Yeah, except for the rich and... Yeah, rich and famous, they can own anything. You're going to have... Two 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 um, levels of 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 people. You got the rich and the, and the, the poor. poor. That's what they want. Yeah, and they want to eliminate the the middle class. Yeah, that's the because goal. because we are independent. Yeah, we're yeah that that's the goal is to yeah. eliminate the middle mm-hmm. class. And so, so let's this continue. All, yeah, this is all part of again yeah. the whole Great Reset mm-hmm. and the New World Order is part of New Age spirituality, which yep. is satanic. Yep, yep, yeah. So uh, he continues. Catholics like us considered divisive and obsolete will be sent to another dimension Hmm. Mm. yeah like a like a fema camp yeah fema camp uh, camp a re what did they call that Uh, re-education re-education camp communism (laughs) re-education right right so a few years later continues my father was dying and was back in detroit staying at my relative's home she had been speaking at the detroit yacht club about quote past life experience end quote that is to say reincarnation she asked me to listen to a tape re- uh, record made of her speaking under the influence of her ascended master hmm. in other words she was channeling him the first thing i noticed was that it was was gl's voice but the vocabulary was on a much higher level. Even though GL never expressed herself philosophically under the influence of that master. A demon. She definitely did. There was clearly a presence there. When the recording Ooh. ended, I told her, GL, that's her cousin, there are con men in this world and con men in the other world. This, con, this, is, this is con men from the other world, a devil. Mm-hmm. These ascended masters are believed to be, according to the New Age movement, these ascended masters are believed to be enlightened beings who through past incarnations have undergone a process of spiritual transformation that fulfilled their dharma, which means in Hinduism, their divine plan. They come to earth by choice to serve as teachers of mankind to direct them in the same spiritual evolution. It was one of these masters who telepathically dictated many of the esoteric teachings in Alice's Bailey's books. Mm. The Ascended Masters' teachings derives from the theosophical concept of the Masters of Wisdom, 
first referred to by Helena Blavatsky in her book, The Secret Doctrine, The Synthesis of Science, Religion, and Philosophy. Always be weary when you see the word secret. Secret, yeah. secret society, secret handshakes, secret mm-hmm. oaths. This is all has the fingerprints of Satan. Yeah. There's a hierarchy among these ascended masters with lower masters under the guidance of still higher spiritual spirit entities known as the enlightened ones, the three Buddhas, who are under yet another spirit called Sanat Kumara, the Lord of this world. It is a kind of crude parody of the Trinity. Let me Very make a good. comment. This is exactly Whoa. the way the, the, the pecking order of hell is. Mm-hmm. You have uh, superior demons and you have inferior demons. So this, this is completely consistent with the New mm-hmm. Age about higher and lower. Also notice they say that Kumara is the Lord of this world. That's exactly what Jesus and the, the Gospels call Satan. The Lord, the Prince, the God of this world. Yep. Stay with us because we have a holy pause. Yep. We'll continue talking about the New Age movement and its dangers. We are back at the bottom of the second hour. Wow, time goes so fast when you're having such great topics. uh, This is just wonderful. We're talking about the dangers of the New Mm -hmm. Age movement. It's incompatible with the Mm -hmm. Catholic faith. Many low-information Catholics, they fall prey to this diabolical Mm -hmm. counterfeit uh, religious system. Uh, And I'll tell you that one of the popularities of the New Age movement is the whole push with reincarnation. Which again, it's just it's just a lie of the devil. The Bible says in Hebrews nine twenty seven, for it is appointed for a man to die once and then the judgment. That's the draw. <laughs> that's the draw of of, of new the new age movement is a lie of reincarnation. Uh, you die once, you're judged. You go to heaven or you go to hell. Period. Let's continue on this article on the dangers of the new age movement. So yes, let's continue. Uh, to those with whom the spirits entities communicate. They claim to be acting in higher interests of humanity by guiding scientific discovery and social political events. Their advocates openly admit that their main objective is the formation of global religious cooperation and a corresponding form of international government, which will be guided by a, by a world teacher. The Antichrist. Who was predicted to come towards the close of the 20th century, end quote. In terms of their worldview, this will constitute the com- commencement of the Aquarian Age, the New Age. Or what, or what the globalists call the New World the, Order, the New, new Age, the New world, world Order. By the way, what, what yeah. the goal of these, these uh, reinc- um, New Agers, mm-hmm. this is going to usher in the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. What they said exactly fits with Catholic teaching. Everything that the New Age movement is attempting to accomplish plays right into Catholic mm-hmm. Christian yep. end times prophecy. Yep. So we continue. Yeah. So the influence of Alice Bailey's occult teaching should not be underestimated as, ex- as it extends the beyond the New Age arena and into the global social political sphere. Robert uh, Mueller 
a former assistant secretary general of the United States, United Nations, won the uh, UN UNESCO Prize for Peace Education in 1989 for his World Core Curriculum. He stated, quote, the underlying philosophy upon which the Robert Mueller School is based will be found in the teaching set forth in the books of Alice A. Bailey by the Tibetan teacher, Dual Kual. So here you go. Oh, in case wow, you think some people are saying that's where he's getting his <laughs> the new age movement. That just it just for a couple of crackpots, my crackpot cousins, mm-hmm. my my dope smoking uh, you know sister in law. No, Mm-mm. you got high, uh, high level people in politics and in legislation that have bought into this. And again, this entire new age view of the world, this plays right into the hands of the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. These ascended masters and spirit guides are currently disseminating the world goals and directing the new Gnosticism through a number of international centers of light. In other words, the new Gnosticism means that uh, only we New Agers have this special insight into the end of the world, into the way things will play out. Really? Nobody else knows except us because these ascended masters, which are demons, are giving us this knowledge, this secret knowledge that nobody else has so we know how all things are going to play out. <laughs> this is yes. this is exactly the New Age movement. Yeah. So we continue. Some of the groups also claim that Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ, is one of the ascended masters. Heresy, blasphemy, blasphemy. Who is transmitting messages of peace on an increasingly regular basis as we draw to the close of one age and move into the beginning of the new age. They call it the Aquarian Age. Yeah. This, By the way, it started mm-hmm, in the 60s. Yeah. That was one of the songs of the 60s. The and, age and of Woodstock, Aquarius. They would mm-hmm. sing the, that, that we've entered mm-hmm. now, the age of Aquarius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, the age of the Antichrist. Yeah, the that's age, really yeah, interesting. The age of the New Age movement. Yeah. yeah. This can explain many supposed apparitions unapproved by the church of the Virgin Mary, where she, she calls repeatedly for the setting up of a global brotherhood to usher in an earthly reign of peace and justice. On their websites, the occult groups often picture this master, quote-unquote, as, as she is pictured in Catholic apparitions. So obviously the author of this, uh, mm-hmm. of this piece uh, is saying that the unapproved Marian apparitions could be New Age counterfeits. Mm-hmm. That's the point that, she's, that yep. this author is making. Yep. I, think it's a, I think it's a valid point. I, absolutely. I yeah, the author so says this. Yep. Some occult experts point to the apparitions that recur in Medjugorje and Bosnia as a typical example. Like the other ascended masters, the Mary who appears there preaches world peace and toleration of all religions. Again, she also, that, that, that message <laughs> that Jesus Christ says, I didn't come to bring peace, I came to bring a sword. Uh, she also transmits the, the Mary of these apparitions that are not approved she also transmits lengthy messages repeatedly punctuated with the kind of robotic phrase common to ascended masters where she says, thank you for responding to my call. Thank you for responding to my call. Thank you for responding to my call. <laughs> so he, he, what happened no, to uh, vain repetition? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So New Agers are claiming that the Marian apparitions at Medjugorje and Bosnia are consistent with New Ager Ascended Masters. Mm. I think they make a very strong argument right there. Yeah. He continues with UFOs, respectable 
and influential figures are now avidly endorsing contact with such spirits. For example, the knighted occultist Sir George, um, let me see, Trebleyon, Trebleyon, was openly championed the theory that unidentified flying objects, UFOs, are part of the work of the masters demons as they direct extraterrestrial ETs, which have been brought from other galaxies to patrol the etheric envelope around the planet and to usher in the new age on Earth. Toward this end, it is important to accustom people to be open to the contact with the ETs who would supposedly be beneficial, non-humanoid beings of a higher evolutionary order than ourselves. To the, to the Catholic, such ETs are easily identifiable as a product of, a, of the satanic world plan. They are devils who present themselves to inst- install the reign of Satan. By the right? way, if you want to see, yeah. if you want to watch a good YouTube destroying the whole notion mm-hmm. of UFOs, if anybody believes in UFOs, and I know a book came out on 10, and I, I Paul Figman, I, I interviewed the author. I, I just didn't say anything. I interviewed him out of respect, but I disagree with his, his premise and his thesis of his book. He holds to the position that, you know, that there's other life out there. I think, I, mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't think his arguments were convincing. I had him on the show, and just out of respect to Tan, I, I interviewed him. But if, if you want to see somebody who's totally uh, done a deep dive on this, his name's Dr. Daniel O'Connor. Uh, you can watch a YouTube video of him with uh, with an exorcist, Father Dan Rehill. It's called Imminent Alien and UFO Deception. Dr. Daniel O'Connor, mm-hmm. he has a lot of videos where he's talking about we have to resist the coming lie. These UFOs are actually demons. And uh, after watching several of his videos and doing my own research, I'm very convinced even more so that these UFOs are, in fact, demons. Mm-hmm. So Catholics, beware. He says, I understand why persons like my relative GL take their experiences with spirit guides seriously if they were not smart enough to stay away from them altogether. What's uh, Rosicrucian? Rosicrucian. Rosicrucian Grand Master John D. firmly believed that he had entered into contact with good angels from whom he learned advanced mathematical and scientific knowledge. This close contact with angels or spiritual beings is a hallmark. Hallmark of the Rosicrucian. Rosicrucian, by the way, in case you're wondering what that is, it's a Gnostic secret society, Mm -hmm. just like the Freemasons, just like the Illuminati, like the Bilderbergs, uh, that has a theology built on esoteric principles of the ancient past, which the average man does not know. Uh, So Rosicrucianism, it pretends to give special insights about nature, the physical universe, and the spiritual realm for its members. Its first manifestations appeared in the early 1600s, and it was closely associated with the Church of Luther, and it's influential to Freemasonry. Freemasonry borrowed from the RCs, the Rosicrucianisms. Mm. Many esoteric and occult societies claim their doctrines originate from Rosicrucians. Wow. Yeah. So today, through the consciousness-altering techniques, millions of people claim to have received visitations from these spirit guides masquerading as benevolent spirits, duping their hosts into believing that they are angels serving the higher needs of the divine plan. So many Catholics view the New Age movement lightly as something that is not really serious or dangerous, a kind of a a kind of game for spiritually immature. Mm-mm. This is not true. It is a very serious movement guided by the doctrine of devils 
and directed by the fallen angels themselves in the form of spirit guides and ascended masters. Hey, let's move on yeah. over now to yeah. talking about I the think, St. Uh, Benedict's Mail. If you want to look more into the New Age movement, I think Terry has quite a bit of information and speakers that were in the New Age movement. And so that's something you want to, if you want to yeah. look into it more, yeah. just to get more educated. If you're dealing with someone in your family that that is part of the New Age movement. Here's a book that helped me many years ago, and I still have it in my library. It's probably the best book, because I've read a lot of books on the New Age movement. Mm. The best book I've read on the New Age movement, it's called The Unicorn in the Sanctuary by Trinity Communications by Randy England. He's a Catholic. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, that was the best book I've ever read on the New Age movement, if you want to get a good grasp of it and how it's impacted the Catholic Church and the way it's going to usher in the reign of the Antichrist. It's called The Unicorn in the Sanctuary. Another one that's very good is from Father Mitch Pacwa. Mm-hmm. It's called Catholics and the New Age. Father Mitch Pacwa. It's called Catholics and the New Age. That's another one that I would recommend uh, wholeheartedly. Uh, yeah, Catholics and the New Age. And and also uh, another one that I would recommend is uh, there's a there's another book um, by, by Jeanette Bonkovic. She's all she's an expert on yoga as well. Her book is called uh, New called, Age Movement. Yeah, it's it's something on the New Age Movement. Mm. I'll I'll have to look it up and get it to you in the, on the next uh, segment. Yeah, I'm sure she has it on her book list in yeah. her website. Yeah, it says it uh, right. I, I have Women my shelf. Grace. I'll grab it on my mm-hmm. shelf right now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Here she, here she comes. The holy pause, Our Lady Guadalupe. The Mother of Our Savior. La Morenita. Hey, hey, we're going to talk about stories of the Saint Benedict's Medal and how it snatched oh, yeah, people from the be. jaws of death. Yes. The from the jaws of Satan. An exciting and hopeful. Article. So we'll go right into the into the stories. Yes. Your beauty and your grace are the bright new dawn. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. you We are back for our last segment, Jesus Nine One One, with Jesse and Anita, and we are going to talk about the Saint Benedict Medal. Medal. Saint Saint Benedict, pray pray for for us. us. Hey, the theology of the Saint Benedict Medal was given to us by a priest by the name of Father Dom Guranger in a in in a book of his called the Medal or Cross of Saint Benedict, Uh, and so. The article says, we are aware that in this age of ours, well, actually, Father writes this, when the devil is thought by many to be an imaginary rather than a real being, it will, see, it will seem to be strange that a medal should be made and blessed and used as a preservative against the power <laughs> like of that. the wicked spirit. Preservative. And yet the Holy Scriptures give us abundant instructions upon the ever-busy power of the devil's and also upon the dangers to which we're exposed both in soul and body by the snares they set for us. The not believing in the existence of devils or the ridiculing the accounts which, which, are, which are told of their operations is not enough to destroy their power. And in spite of this incredibility, the air is filled with legions of these spirits of wickedness as St. Paul teaches us in Ephesians chapter 2 and Ephesians chapter 6. Were it not that God protected us up protected us by the ministry of the holy angels and this generally without our being aware of it it would be impossible for us to escape the countless snares of those of these enemies of all god's creatures but if there was ever a time when it would seem to be superfluous to prove the existence of wicked spirits it is now when we find reappearing amongst us those dangerous and sinful practices 
which were used by the pagans of old, and now again by Christians, for the purpose of eliciting an answer from spirits. Through these, uh, uh, though, uh, though, yeah, these. though these can be no other than evil and lying ones, lying spirits, surely our age is credulous enough in the existence of devils when we find it so fashionable to be using again th- those consultings of the dead and oracles and superstitions which Satan employed for keeping men under his power during so many hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. There is one special influence which the medal of Saint of Holy Father St. Benedict possesses, and which may be called the principal object for which God gave this gift to his faithful people, the power it possesses to spoil the devil's designs. We're going to mention a few stories here, a few facts, which will do more than merely interest our mm-hmm. readers. Yeah. They will suggest to you what they, what, what they themselves may do should you ever find yourselves in circumstances which nowadays are anything but impossible. In fact, I dare say is common. Yeah, let, he talks about this first uh, story in 1965 at Luxwell. 1665. In Luxwell in France, a young woman possessed by the wicked spirit was most cruelly tormented. His parents had employed every means to free him from his, the state, but all had failed. In this extremity, it came into their minds to have recourse to the medal of St. Benedict. They made their son drink some water into which they had dipped the metal. Scarce had the boy raised the cup to his lips. Then the devil began to torment his victim with such unusual violence that the bystanders were struck with terror. Mm. The parents, however, were consoled by the hearing the devil declare by the, by the mouth of their son that he felt himself controlled by a superior power and that he would go out of the boy at the third hour of the night. So in effect, it happened. The infernal spirit went at the time mentioned, and the boy was restored to peace of mind and health and body. Okay, here's the classic example wow. of what Liber Cristo teaches here. Uh, notice you have, the, you have the authority figure. You have the parents. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's the parents who have spiritual authority over their son that lives with them. Mm-hmm. So notice here, this is the way demons operate. They operate under strict guides of who has authority to drive them out. Mom and dad have authority to drive them out. And so they use just a little bit of the, you know ingenuity, use some, some Catholic mm-hmm. logic. They took a St. Benedict medal, uh, dipped it in a cup of water, had him drink it, but they did it in faith. This was not all superstitious. This was done completely right. in faith. That, that's the key. That's the it key. Was this the is key. Yeah. faith and living in a state of grace. Right. So the parents had authority, spiritual authority. Mm-hmm. Check that box mm-hmm. off. They're probably holy people. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in 1665, there was no internet or television mm-hmm. or Playboy, Penthouse, Hustler. I mean, no ESPN. They were probably holy people. And uh, they use a sacramental to drive a demon out of their son. And mm-hmm. this is an area, this is an area where Protestants, this is completely, it's are blind to that, mm-hmm. the power of sacramentals. And so is, by the way, uh, the program in the Catholic Church called Unbound, completely blind to the power of sacramentals, not even mentioned at all in their manuals. What's yeah. the second story of yep. liberation? Okay, let's uh, dig deep into this one. The following fact took place at Luxwell about the same time. So this is another story in the same place. A young girl was irresistibly compelled by the wicked spirit to utter at every turn the most obscene words. 
So one would have thought that the devil had taken up his abode on the lips of this victim in order to free her from this violence of the enemy of every virtue of every virtue. Her friends gave her also some water to drink, which had been sanctified by the contact of the medal of St. Benedict. Immediately, she felt herself freed from this wretched compulsion, nor did she ever, ever after transgress in her words, the rules of Christian modesty. So So what's that utterance? They call it, they call it, uh, oh gosh. Well, well, the the point is that she was was delivered by the St. Benedict medal. Yeah, that's the point. Dipped in a glass of water, she drank it, and the sacramental powers of 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 a sacramental mm-hmm. uh or, or should i say that the actual grace uh from a sacramental delivered her from an evil spirit again these are catholic tried and tested yeah. practices in the last two thousand years to keep you free from the evil evil one yeah What's and the you third know what? Story? having good friends like that yeah. that's what those are the kind of friends all yeah. of us need to have yes. third know story. their faith third story in the year 1666 the castle of malat not many miles from Bissacon was infested by devils. Its inmates were being continually alarmed by hearing strange noises, and numbers of their cattle were dying from unknown distempters. At length, such was the terror that the building was abandoned. Some pious persons rec- recommended the Medal of St. Benedict being hung up here and there on the walls of the castle, and the event justified their confidence. Instantly, all cause of fear disappeared. The house was perfectly quiet, and the inmates lived in it henceforth forward without being molested. This is a basic wow. principle of spiritual warfare for mm-hmm. furry Catholic. You should have a St. Benedict medal in your wall, around your house, in several places. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have them in several rooms in the house, a St. Benedict's crucifix, a St. Benedict medal. They're blessed by a Catholic priest. And with a the pro- special blessing, the proper Yeah, with the blessing. proper prayer of exorcism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again... These medals have a very powerful uh, uh, grace against the diabolical to keep your house and your and the persons free from the diabolical. What's yeah. the fourth story? This is kind of okay. a long one. Go yeah, ahead. this is a long one. A gentleman of our acquaintance happened in the year 1858 to be in a town of the Department of Vienna. At a party of friends to which he had been invited, the conversation got on on the subject of double of table turning. And some of the company began to relate the extraordinary effects they themselves had produced last year. Of course, there were some of the the company who laughed at it all. But the conversation ended in all their agreeing to meet in the same house on the following day at noon, when they would see if they could produce any of these strange wonders. Several express a scruple on the subject as to whether one is quite right in having anything to do with such matters. All, however, came at the appointed hour, and the business was fearlessly begun, the customary forms all being carefully gone through. For two long hours were they at work without the slightest result. There was no use in trying any longer. But before separating, they ventured to express their various opinions as to the cause of this unusual refusal of the spirits to hold any communication. They were doing a seance. Yep. 
right. this point, there was no movement. They were calling on for two hours and no movement. Seance. So they're saying, what happened? Why didn't we get a response? And so then on one, one of the party, a Miss N expressed her own conviction that the medals she carried about her, and especially the medal St. Benedict, had something to do with it. Another attempt was proposed and agreed to. All were to meet again the next day at 8 o'clock in the evening. Miss N, who had left all her medals at home, refused when the party had assembled to take any active part in the operations, for she felt that she had no longer the same protection, and she kept herself as far off as she could from the company who had already begun their experiments. In less than half an hour, the table began to shake, then to crack, signs that it was going to move of itself. One of the party, a physician, agreed that when it wished to speak, it should strike one of the legs against the floor, twice for yes and once for no. In a moment or or two, it raised itself somewhat from the floor. All were delighted, and they began putting their questions. These at last were on trifling subjects, and then the following question regarding the silence of the previous day. So here's a question. My wife will do the answer as they're talking to these demons. The question is, why did you not speak yesterday? Was it because Miss N had her medal of the Blessed Virgin? No. Was it because she had her medal of St. Benedict? Yes. The, the two knocks were very loud. Would the medal of the Blessed Virgin have prevented your coming? No. It was a case that almost all who were present all, always wore both the medal and the scapular of Our Lady. Then they passed on to their other questions. What is your name? The table then knocked the, knocked the floor, as had been agreed, when those letters of the alphabet were pronounced which spelled the words required. First it was at it was at S, then at A, then at T. It was unnecessary to be told more, and everybody understood the word before the table had finished the letters, Satan. Several of the party were terrified and left the ring, but the others who needed more than this to alarm them went on with their questions. Some of these were on religious and some on scientific subjects, but not one single answer was elicited, and twice did the table throw itself completely on the floor, which done, it again began to turn as before. One of the party put this question, will you return tomorrow? The answer was yes. On the same person asking, at what o'clock? The table gave 12 strokes. Mm. The question, do you mean 12 or noon? No. 12 at night? Yes. It would be too long to give here all the other answers which were made to the various questions, but the impression made on the person's present was great. That's a wrap. We'll probably continue yep. this again next week, but it shows you the power of the St. Benedict's Medal. Right, absolutely, and we should carry it with us everywhere. Um, and obviously, any, any uh, sacramentals are... Are for your protection. Have nothing to do with seances. Have nothing nothing. to do with the Ouija board. Have nothing to do with tarot cards. Erase that curiosity out of your mind. That's that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Yep. Virgin Most Powerful, pray Pray for for us. us. St. Joseph, Chair of Demons, pray Pray for for us. us. St. Benedict, pray for us. us. We'll see you next time. Same Christ time, same Christ channel. In the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen.